Hello everybody and welcome, this is Girly IOI and I am very excited because today I'm going to be finally reading the Mahashwetwan novel by Sadha Murthy. Um, I've already, you know, uploaded the trailer episode of this novel. If you guys haven't checked that out, make sure that you check it out because it's, you know, like an, uh, it gives you an idea of what this story, this novel is going to be about. And I highly recommend you guys to check it out because there's so many, you know, things that I really told, which might be really nice. And uh, today I'm going to be starting the part one. Very excited, guys. And uh, I really hope that you guys enjoy to the fullest. I love this novel. It has so much meaning. It has so much information. Okay, so I really want you guys to enjoy. If you guys want to send any messages to me, you can download the Anchor app or you can just log in to anchor.fm to give your reviews on my podcast. Thank you so much and let's begin. So I'm going to be reading Mahashweta Part 1 by Sudha Murthy and here I start. There had been an emergency at the hospital that night. A woman with a serious heart condition had gone into labor, and Dr. Anand had stayed at her side the whole night. By the time the child was delivered, Anand was exhausted. He gazed at the mother and the child, wondering whether the precise moment of birth was determined by the baby or its mother. Though he was relieved that the mother had come through the ordeal alive, there was still a nagging worry at the back of his mind. The newborn had not cried at all. Anand and his boss, Dr. Desai, shied away from considering the possibility that the infant was dead. Surely they had not struggled the whole night to deliver a dead baby. As a last resort, Anand tried to resuscitate the girl through artif- artificial respiration. His rough lips had barely touched the delicate mouth of the infant when she whimpered. Dr. Desai smiled happily, confident now that the baby would survive. The pediatrician too sighed with a relief. Hey Anand, isn't she lovely? Dr. Desai and the pediatrician left the operation theater. The baby was crying lustily now and nurse Prabhavati smiled. Having grown old working in the maternity ward, she was used to such scenes. For a moment, Prabhavati was lost in thought. Even though the female child is stronger than the male child at birth, as adults, it is a man who becomes the oppressor and the woman who suffers. Why did this happen? She did not know the answer. She only knew that it was a fact of life. Prabhavati cut short her musings and hastened back to the work and she caught sight of Anand. Dr. Anand was passionate about his vocation, but most doctors, Anand had discovered that this time was really his own. He was soon busy recording the details of the case, but stray thought kept dif- drifting through his mind, for the parents play equally significant roles in the role of birth of a child, but at the moment of the birth, the moment of the truth, the only reality is the mother. She is the one who sheltered and nurtured the baby within her body while the father watched from the sidelines. Through the window, the sun's rays glinted on his spectacles 
and Anand realized that another day had begun. A quick look at the clock showed that it was already 7 o'clock. He was no longer on duty and could go home now. He washed his hands and was about to leave when Prabhavati approached him. Sir, Dr. Desai left his watch near the operation table. Could you please give it to him on your way back home? Anand knew how special the watch was to the professor. Dr. Desai had gone, done his post-graduation in England as a young man and had worked under the very famous piano colleges there. When he finished the course, his mentor had presented the watch to him and Dr. Desai had treasured it ever since. He often spoke of his teacher and everyone at the hospital knew the story of the watch. Anand had once teased him in the class, Sir, to whom will you pass on your good watch? Good question. I have no intention of parting with it at all, but I will buy a new watch for the student who scores the highest marks in the final examination. Anand Gland glanced at his own watch. It was a gift from his dear teacher and proof of his academic power of his having secured the highest mark in the final examination. Though he was tired, he felt it was his duty to take the professor's watch back to him. Dr. Desai was extremely absent-minded and would probably turn the house upside down as soon as he realized his watch was missing. Anand got into his Mercedes and drove towards the professor's house. Dr. Desai stayed in a comfortable bungalow on the college campus. An eminent doctor and teacher, he was totally committed to his work. He would often joke, I know the entire city because half of them are my patients and the other half are my students. When his car entered the professor's bungalow, Basumati, the Desai's, Dr. Desai's wife, was ple- pleasantly surprised to see Anand. They were distant cousins, the only son of affluent parents. Anand was shy and reserved. And although he was related to the size, he had never visited their house without a reason. Come in, Anand, Asumati said. This is a surprise. What brings you here so early in the morning? I'm sure it must be something very special. In all the seven years you've been in this college, you've come home only thrice. Is everything all right at home? Everything is fine. The professor forgot his watch at the hospital, and I thought I'd restore it to him. I knew how upset he would be. Knowing her husband, Masamati could not have helped laughing. Anand, now that you're here, do have a cup of tea instead. No, Akka. Ava will be waiting for me at home. Hearing Anand's voice, Dr. Desai came out of his room, and his face lit up when he saw his watch. Anand, don't behave like a baby. You're a young man now. Why must you rush home like a calf running to its mother? When I left for England, I was younger than you and had to do everything myself. Everyone knows your England story. Once you start, you won't stop for the next half hour. That might be the one of the reasons why Anand never visit us. Vasumati interrupted him. Anand, you must stay back for lunch today. My brother Srinath has come back from the US. He will love to meet you. If you like, I'll call Radhaka and tell her. Anand felt very uncomfortable. He was so tired that he wanted to go home and sleep immediately, but he was unable to refuse the invitation, noticing the silence of the society said understandingly, Anand, I know you have had a hard night. 
You can go and rest in the guest room upstairs until lunch is ready. Basumati nodded in agreement and feeling helpless, Anand went upstairs without a word. So that is it for part one, guys. I'm going to be reading the next part in my part two of Mahashweta by Sudhamurti. So excited for this, guys. I really hope that you enjoy. It's a really wonderful, really amazing, interesting story. I hope you guys had a great time listening to my story. Thank you so much. And I'll be back again. Bye.